the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for some stupidity? Boy, do we have a lot of it today. Uh, None of it has anything to do with a wall uh, on the border or Russia. I'm sure there's plenty of that, but... Uh, maybe you've had enough of that. But anyway, as usual, we find quite a bit of stupidity um, on college campuses. Some of it may be coming to a ballpark near you, too, not the college campuses, the stupidity. Uh, and the really stupid stuff is coming from where you'd expect to find, I, I think, mostly smart people. Uh, for most of my life, I always believed that anybody who went to Yale was smarter than I, but... How about this headline on the uh, editorial page of the Yale Daily News recently? I'm watching you, white boy. The writer is a student named Isis, interesting name, I-S-I-S, Davis Marks. And she writes, everyone knows a white boy with shiny brown hair and a saccharine smile that conceals his great ambitions. I don't know one. Anyway, she says... um, she knows she'll see him at a Senate confirmation hearing at some point. She was apparently traumatized by the Kavanaugh hearings and is still not over it yet. When was that? October, November, whatever it was. She's still struggling with that. Um, and uh, everyone knows a white boy with shiny brown hair and a saccharine smile that conceals his great ambitions. And she says she knows she'll see him at a Senate confirmation hearing. See what I mean about the uh, the Brett confirmation, uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh thing. Um, She will see him at a Senate confirmation hearing, and there's a quote. uh, I'll remember a racist frat, a racist remark that he said in an unintentional utterance that he made when he had one drink too many at a frat party. We'll get the frat parties in a second. During sophomore year, I'll recall a message that accidentally left open uh, on a computer when he forgot to log out of, is it iMessage? Yeah, I message where he likened a woman's body to a particularly large animal. I don't know what animal that would be, but I guess I could come up with a few, but I won't. Uh, She goes on to write uh, about how so many bad things happen at good old Yale. And, you know, her classmates, they should be uh, calling each other out for things like jobs, you know, with companies that do bad things and make bad products for the environment or make weapons for the Defense Department, the usual kind of stuff that college kids worry about. Well, things are really miserable for students at Yale, apparently. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk to a writer with a story about how some female students at Yale are suing a fraternity because of what's happened to them at uh, fraternity parties. Uh, Maybe not just at one party, but at several. They're suing nine fraternities. You know, the parties that they kept going back to. Uh, that's what they, they, the ones that they were so terrible that they kept showing up at them. Uh, but they're demanding in the suit that these guys who treat them so badly, quote, allow them to join a fraternity. Okay? Uh, now that, you talk about stupid. And then there is Esquire magazine, uh, taking heat. This is not a college campus, but it's stupid. It's taking heat for its March cover story. Now, it, it's a March story, but it's out now. Um, I guess you can buy them on the newsstands now, if there is such a thing as a newsstand anymore. Uh, but it's the it's February, and uh, they are taking heat because it's a, it's the, on the cover during Black History Month. It's a picture of a 16-year-old white boy on the cover, and the headline is, An American Boy, What It's Like to Grow Up White, Middle Class, and Male in the Era of Social Media. The story follows a 16-year-old white kid around. Sounds pretty boring to me. You know what I mean? That's you know, I don't want what's he do? He's sixteen. I got I can pretty much guess what he does, probably a lot of what he thinks. Who cares? But lots of people are upset because Esquire put a white boy on the cover during Black History Month. Really, is it is it me or do people really need to get over themselves? Would you imagine being just 
walking around and you, if, if you are if you have enough time and space in your life to be upset about Esquire magazine, which I don't know if anybody reads anymore, by the way, but being worried about oh my God, it's February and there's a white boy on the cover. Who walks around worrying about stuff like this? And it's people who need to get over themselves. In our second half hour, by the way, we're going to talk to uh, about something that may be stupid. Um, the Hartford Yard Goats. That's their actual name. I love that name. The Hartford Yard Goats. I don't even know what a yard goat is, and I'd, I'd like to see their uniforms. But anyway, they are the uh, AA affiliate of the Colorado Rockies up in Hartford, Connecticut. They announced that they're no longer going to be selling popcorn, or not popcorn, peanuts and uh, Cracker Jack at their games because of peanut allergies. Some kid might be exposed to it, and who knows what will happen. Sounds like an overreaction to me, but I've never gotten the whole uh, peanut allergy thing. It didn't exist when I was a kid. It didn't exist when my kids were kids, but it's a big deal now. I don't know where it, where it came from, um, So I'm, I'm gonna, and how serious it is. I'll have an expert on in the second half to try to clear it up. And I, it's actually kind of a serious thing because peanut allergies affect everybody. You have to worry about you can't have peanuts on a plane now. There's a story of a school bus that was evacuated because there was a peanut on the floor. The kids were told to get, run for your lives. It's a peanut. And uh, anyway, we're going to clear that up. We'll try to when we come back. But the Yale girls who want to sue the boys and make them admit to their make them admit them to their club which they say is really bad parties that they like going to. That's what we got coming up next, and stick around. Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one-time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions, and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. A Medicare plan that's focused not just on cost, but quality. Don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses. Call Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. Deadline is March 31st. That's 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. If this were just any door... And this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 28th. Come in today and we'll help cover your first month's payment. Offer available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first month's payment and certified pre-owned warranties. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% 100% chemical-free, Plug-in Pest-Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. 
your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if uh, you've been listening to this show for any uh, amount of time, you know that we uh, like to uh, point out uh, examples of gigantic stupidity on college campuses, and it's really not hard to find. I could probably do the entire hour on that subject every day and have a different topic every day, but... We seem to be uh, we seem to have a lot of them today, but uh, the, I want I wanted to focus on was a lawsuit by some students at uh, some female students at Yale, where you would think most people are pretty smart, um, but they are suing the fraternity, uh, not just one fraternity, I guess a bunch of fraternities, because of the way they've been treated at fraternity parties. Um, but let's uh, find out exactly what this is all about from Nitu. Chandak, who has uh, written a, a, a piece for the Daily Caller about this. Neetu, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So who are these women suing, and what are they suing about? So there were three women at Yale University, and they sued the school and several fraternities after they were groped their freshman year at some of the fraternity parties. And they presented some solutions in their lawsuit that they filed on Tuesday. Those solutions included having sober monitors to monitor alcohol intake, paid bouncers that would monitor crowds. And then the other solution, which is quite interesting, is forcing fraternities to admit women. Yeah, and this that's the funniest one. But um, I remember a story. I, I always refer to this whenever something like this comes up. That's many years ago now. The Citadel is a uh, university in, I believe it's in Virginia. It's a military school, and it was all it was all male. And two women sued because they wanted to. to they they applied, and obviously they didn't get in because they were women. They sued and they won, and so now I guess the, the Citadel is co-ed. But somebody made the point, you know, the day that the decision came down that they were to be admitted, they made the point that these women. Uh, who uh, wanted to get into the Citadel, into that institution, the institution that they ended up getting into was not the one they applied for, applied to, because it, it doesn't exist anymore. Once you, the whole point of the place was that it was all men. And if, you, and if, if you're a woman and you join, it's, it's, if, you, if, you, if you're a woman and you join a club that's called a fraternity, is it still a fraternity? Uh, that's a great question. I think you bring up an excellent point. By admitting women into an organization that is meant for men, we're opening a can, can of worms. It seems like the girls want a lot of regulation, which could mean the original fraternity brothers would not want to elect them into leadership positions. A lot of the women feel like if they can join fraternities, then they can change the culture regarding sexual assault yeah. because then the decision isn't just about men. But really, men may also leave the fraternities and go underground, which doesn't solve the problem of sexual misconduct. No, and um, it's just so stupid because um, if the, the, uh, the, the, there's no point in being in a fraternity if you let women in. The whole if you joined a fraternity at the time you joined, you know, if, whether it was in 1946 or or 1976 or last week. If you made the decision to pledge a fraternity, if that's what you still do, when you made the, the effort to go to this place and say that you'd like to join, aren't you pretty much aware that you're joining a place that's all men and there are no women? Exactly. That's an excellent point you bring up. 
And some are actually unsure if the demands from the women will hold up in court because private entities have the right to decide who they do and don't admit. And the issue rises if the university is supporting the organization in any way, uh, which we're going to see how this plays out in court. Yeah. um, Now, they talk about the toxic sexual culture, and I saw an interview that they did on CBS uh, News this morning. And they talked about being groped and and, uh, other things. Um, But at the same time, they talked about this stuff that shouldn't go on. Uh, They talked about how they they, they went to a place that was populated by men, young men, who, uh, according to them, apparently like to just grope women whenever they feel like it. (laughs) So they they left, and they're outraged, but they're now suing so that they can – force somebody to force the club to let them come back to associate with the people that they can't stand. It's just beyond stupidity. Well, it's all over the place. And part of being an adult is not going along with what others (laughs) are doing. No kidding. Right. And the girl said that the parties were, um, these fraternity parties were not their first choice, which indicates that it was not an ideal situation to be in. So the suggestion would be, why not create your own party on your own terms rather than trying to make another organization adhere to what you want? Here's an idea, Nitu. How, how about forming an organization that's all women? And having that's a, a novel idea. <laughs> and having a party. Maybe they could try that. Having a party, and they could have their own rules. They could have no drinking. Uh, maybe they could grope the boys if they wanted to. I mean, that would be up to them. Uh, they could do whatever they wanted, but you know, then they could call it—I don't know—a sorority. Maybe they could try that. <laughs> um, but they're 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 suing nine fraternities. So, were you able to find out? What, did did they sample all nine? Like, did they go to parties at all nine, or are they assuming? Are they making a general uh, statement that you know that all fraternities must be like the the fraternity that they experienced? So that was a little bit unclear, and we did reach out to Yale University. They were not able to provide comment at the moment, and we did not receive word from the other or the attorney that is representing the fraternity group. But what we are aware of is that Yale is trying to change the culture, and um, that's unclear how they're trying to do that. But the dean did release a statement last month, and one of the suggestions he gave was, given that this is not the first time we've heard of fraternity parties going awry. Uh, it's probably better not to go in the first place. <laughs> Boy, you need to go to Yale to understand that. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, from your story. Yale spokesman Thomas Conroy did not have a comment for the Daily Caller, but provided a January statement from the college uh, college's dean Marvin Chun. The statement addressed accusations of another fraternity that allegedly disregarded standards of conduct with poor crowd control, unrelated access to alcohol, and behavior such as ogling. Uh, That's not one you hear a lot. So these guys actually had the nerve to be checking these girls out when they came into the party? I've never heard of that happening before. Have you? Well, again, it's allegedly, so it's an accusation. We don't know if this actually happened or not. I do. From my understanding. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) I guarantee it happened, but go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, it's just about the school looking into the incident at this point. Yeah. But until until it's a conviction, we don't know if this actually happened. Um, what would a woman expect to happen when they showed up, like a group of women together, sh- show up at a party, and there are a bunch of guys in there with a pretty good chance that they might have had a couple of beers. When they walk in, what do they think the guys are thinking about or looking at when they come in? I, don't, uh, I would feel, on, on a personal level, I would feel uncomfortable, and I'd probably walk out because fine, it's, fine. it's not a good situation to be in. You're, you're not a good candidate for a fraternity party, probably. Now, uh, Exactly. Um, and that doesn't make you a bad person, uh, Nitu. Uh, we're, we're talking to Nitu Chanduk of the um, uh, Daily Caller. It's a really good story and, and about a really stupid thing. But the other thing that, that bothered me uh, that I, when I saw uh, your story was it says that they, it's not just about the toxic, um, the toxic sexual culture. It's that they, but by being in a fraternity, they get 
receive undue economic and professional benefits. Uh, that's 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 what comes to the male fraternity member. Um, who gets to decide that they're undue? They decide that they're not due to have economic and professional benefits. Maybe that's why they joined a fraternity. Again, there, there are different groups out there, and I think the situation is what you make of it. And if sororities are having a problem, let's say that they aren't that powerful on campus, that seems to be more of an organizational problem, <laughs> and that needs to be fixed. But the, the solution isn't going to the fraternity and making them stronger. It's by looking inwards into your organization and figuring out how to make it stronger. And again, this is their per- perception. So we have no idea if the sororities are strong or they're weak. Yeah, and uh, these three women are part of something called Engender, which yeah. is uh, it says here is a campus advo- advocacy group that has tried to get Yale fraternities to integrate women and non-binary students since the fall of 2016. That's according to the Yale Daily News. Again, this is um, um, you are you are trying to you're not trying to uh, integrate women as much as you are trying to destroy the concept of a fraternity, aren't you? Because by integrating women, that's what you do. It's over. It's not a fraternity that's anymore. That's what they're really trying to do. They, they are trying to just. They don't like the whole concept. And you talked to someone from uh, inside higher ed. What was his uh, What was his take on all this? Uh, so his name was uh, Brett Sockwell, and he's the president for the Association of Title IX Administrators. And he basically said that it's not a bad idea to integrate these organizations, but the only way you can have that happen is if the organization is first willing to have that happen, and then they have to disaffiliate from the national level. But at the end of the day, um, the lawsuits federal claims um, are, are on the weaker side because both Title IX and the Fair Housing Act uh, protect fraternities and sororities. They can have whoever they want in the houses, and uh, basically the responsibility is, up to, is left up to these organizations. So so in, in this case, Title IX protects the exclusion of women because they're yeah. allowed to have whatever kind of organization, or men, if it's a case of a sorority. Yeah, so it's not like it's discriminating against a particular gender, mm-hmm. and it is about that freedom of association. And that's you know that's a that's a concept that's kind of lost. It's um, you don't you don't hear about that too much anymore. You're not allowed to have freedom of association, and 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 that is something that's that what's happening. Uh, I think at Harvard uh, we had yeah. a story where there was a lawsuit there that they're trying to they're just trying to end fraternities. Yes, and actually they uh, dismissed a lawsuit from several sororities and fraternities who were trying to overturn Harvard's decision. Harvard basically said that um, they're they're banning um, all kinds of single-gender, or they're not banning, but they're not going to affiliate with single-gendered organizations, and certain um, privileges are going to go to people who don't affiliate with those. Yeah, and is there is there an update on that suit? I know what they're trying to what they're doing is they're telling them they can't get scholarships, they can't get fellowships, they can't be captains of sports teams, that kind of thing. Yes. So actually, a few days ago, I talked to Harvard, and they said that they are dismissing the lawsuit. They're dismissing it. Yes. Oh, so that's not going to work. So the fraternities survive. Uh, well, from my understanding, one of the sororities actually got shut down, and then another one opened up to, um, I think it became co-ed. Wow. Uh, that's what I'm remembering right now. Well, I'm out of time, uh, Need to. I really appreciate you uh, doing this, uh, for uh, th- th- coming on with us, and it's an excellent story, and it's about some major stupidity at a really, what's supposed to be a place where a lot of smart people go. But I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nitu. Okay, and we'll be right back. Stick around.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House isn't saying yet whether President Trump will sign the bipartisan border deal to avert a government shutdown. As of midday Wednesday, the president said he hadn't seen the legislation yet, but would be reviewing it soon. We're going to look at the legislation when it comes and... uh I'll make a determination then. He said he'd be looking for landmines or surprises in the bill. Even though he isn't saying whether or not he'll sign it, the president made clear for a second day in a row that he wants to keep the government open. I don't want to see a shutdown. Shutdown would be a terrible thing. Greg Clugston, the White House. A former U.S. Air Force counterintelligence specialist who defected to Iran has been charged with revealing classified information to the Tehran government, including the code name and secret mission of a Pentagon program. On Wall Street, the up by 118 points. The Nasdaq rose 6, the S&P advanced 8. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Jay Sekulow says there are some concerns about the new Congress. The fact that the President of the United States had to say these words in 2019 should concern everybody. We renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. Can you imagine that that was a necessary statement? Which it was. Jay Sekula, live. Weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250. The answer. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people, like you, at SteelCityCPA.com. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with Relief Factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. To succeed in business, you need talent. You find talent at the AM 1250 Job Fair. Salem Media Group Job Fair set the standard in this town thanks to the caliber of our audience. Highly trained, always seeking to up their game, our listeners are loyal, hardworking, dedicated folks who'd seriously consider your offer if they only knew you had one. The AM 1250 Job Fair, Thursday, March 28th, 11 to 3 at the Pittsburgh Plaza Hotel Green Tree. Secure your presence now at 412-937-1500. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Outbound on the Parkway East, it's heavy Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound, you'll see some delays as you get onto the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West slows down outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. And we still have a pole and wires down in Carnegie East Main Street from Chestnut Street to Hayes Street with that closure. Also, Landside still closes down Prospect Road in Baldwin around Streets Run Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
cloudy this evening with a few flurries and a diminishing wind. Partly cloudy later on tonight, the low 24. Tomorrow turning out mostly cloudy, milder, high 47. Cloudy tomorrow night with a shower in spots, the low 40 degrees. Then for Friday, cloudy in the morning with a shower. Then some intervals of sun for the afternoon, high 43. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't Hold it. Uh, not at the uh, Yard Goats game this year. That's the, uh, the Hartford Yard Goats. That's a double-A team, the double-A uh, affiliate. Of the Colorado Rockies, they are not going to sell uh, peanuts or Cracker Jack at the ball game because of, well, I guess in deference to people who, especially kids, I guess, who might have a peanut allergy. I have never understood the whole peanut allergy thing because I'm old, and when I was a kid, there was no such, I don't remember hearing one word about it, and I don't remember hearing about it when my kids were kids. So uh, I wanted to find out if this is a, if this, this is a trend that we're not going to be any peanuts at ball games anymore or Cracker Jacks. Uh, so we contacted Alex Berzo. He's the vice president of scientific affairs for the American Council on Science and Health, and he joins us now. Alex, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I, uh, I just discovered that uh, Seattle, where I'm based, and Pittsburgh basically have the same amount of rain uh, in terms of rainy days. I had no idea that, that Pittsburgh was such a uh, dreary Seattle-like place. Well, it can be, uh, but the people are nice. And we don't have as much poop on the streets, I don't think. Or, or hypodermic needles. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, because yeah. I, did, I did a story here not too long ago with someone talking about all the poop on the streets out there. We have not had that. At least, I'm, I mean, there may be some. I haven't seen it, and we haven't heard about it. But uh, but that's another story, maybe for another day. You can. Maybe, I don't know if there's yeah, a for sure. scientific... Uh, <laughs> you're the vice president of scientific affairs. I don't know if there's any science involved in that, but we can discuss that later. But um, the peanut thing. Um, could just uh, uh, You wrote a piece saying that um, that peanut-free zones at schools uh, don't, don't work or aren't necessary. So uh, is, is this hysteria that's uh, unfounded? Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. It's hysteria that's unfounded. Um, the only threat, really, to a person with a peanut allergy, and peanut allergies are real, and they can be deadly. Um, I, one of my cousins uh, has a very, very, very serious peanut allergy, Um what uh, the only real threat is if somebody is around the dust of peanuts or or they they accidentally ingest it they accidentally touch their eye they accidentally uh eat a little bit of it that's the threat it's it's not a threat of oh i smelled a peanut and therefore i'm going to die or i accidentally uh one of the, the i read this usa today piece about uh the the peanut ban and a father said you know my son has a peanut allergy, and if he takes off his shoe and steps on a peanut, he'll have anaphylactic shock and die. It's not true. No. So, you don't have anaphylactic shock from touching a peanut. Yeah, I saw that, and, uh, and you have a, the first sentence of your piece is about a, uh, a, a school bus being evacuated because they, uh, there was a peanut on the floor. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you said in there that it was a shelled peanut, or you know, was it in the shell, or was it was it a was a naked peanut? I don't remember. But um, but why would this? What what has this? What has caused this father of a of a young kid to get to the point where he believes that if his son steps on a peanut, he might die? It's 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 scary. Plus, it's nonsense and hysteria and a general lack of scientific understanding of anything in this country. I mean, it's, it's the same sort of mentality that prevents people from getting vaccinated, uh-huh. right? Yeah. We, we, have, we have a society in which misinformation and fear and hysteria spreads faster and further uh, than the truth. And there is a very loud contingent of parents, uh, a, a very small minority, but very loud contingent of parents, who insists that peanuts are the worst thing since the bubonic plague, right? And so uh, companies tend to give in to loud, angry parents, and uh, that's how you get silly policies like banning peanuts from baseball stadiums. Unbelievable. Well, um, 
I saw one piece where it said that this seems to be um, this this seems to be a a fear among yuppies and. The minorities don't seem to have the fear, this fear of peanut allergy. It's a, it's rich kids for some reason. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but it had to start somewhere. Where did the hysteria start? Oh, I don't know where it started, but that would be consistent with my experience as well. If you look at, so I live in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the anti, the anti GMO movement. You know, get rid of GMOs, uh, get rid of vaccines. Uh, only do yoga and alternative medicine, hot rocks and herbal tea. That is all in the upper rich, you know, the upper middle class rich white kids. That's that is where that exists. So that does not surprise me at all. That is completely consistent with my personal experience as well. Wow. So uh, uh, the the white uh, kids and from the upper class uh, schools. They have to worry more about Halloween and things like that because the parents are going to come in and scream if somebody shows up with a Reese's cup. Yeah, uh, that that is kind of where we're getting at. I mean, there are now kindergartens that that in schools that will ban peanut butter and jelly, right? I mean, it's kind of a a classic childhood uh, lunch. I mean, it's what I ate for lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is really sort of insane. In the article that I wrote about peanut free zones, they don't work. What does work? are peanut-free tables. So if uh, a child has a peanut allergy, he can eat lunch at a certain table, and and the, the teachers can guarantee, okay, people won't bring peanuts to this particular table, but you can have them everywhere else in the school. And that seems to work. So, well, you know, it's just common sense, right? Calm right. down. Yeah, well, how many people, not to mention kids, die from... Um, being exposed to peanuts every year in the United States of America, do you think? Well, it's close to zero. It, it may be zero. Zero. Um, it, it, it very, it, it's either zero or very close to zero. People generally don't die of food allergies. Uh, now, they can be serious enough that you can die, but the reason that people don't is when they start having an anaphylactic response, they can get, you know, that's what EpiPens are for, yep. those, those mm-hmm. pens you, you stick yep. up and effort into yourself. That will prevent the anaphylactic reaction. So uh, deaths are extremely rare. I mean, they do happen uh, very rarely, though. Now, but then you get the philosophy of well, if it prevents one life, which, which never, which, which a lot of people like to apply to things like this. But the one thing they never apply it to is the speed limit, because you just imagine yeah. how many lives would be saved if the speed limits were reduced to ten miles an hour everywhere. So I mean, uh, yeah, and that's and that's the that's the attitude that I take about it as well. Uh, everything in life carries a risk. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have several books in my house. I love books and I love bookshelves. And you know, there's a chance that the bookshelf might fall over and kill me. That, that's a that's a chance that I take. Okay, yeah. granted, it's a chance I take. You're um, a wild and crazy and guy, Alex. I, it's crazy. I have yeah. stairs in my house. I go up and down them. I realize <laughs> I could fall and die, but wow. I have stairs. Yeah, and so um, you know that that's just part of life. The thing is, is that we become extremely irrational when we talk about children. When we talk about children, rationality goes completely out the window, and then we we get into this craziness where we where we ban peanuts from from uh, society. And um, what what's what are the what's the difference between the danger of uh, being exposed to peanuts for someone who has a peanut allergy and being stung by a bee? By you know people who have an issue with that. Uh, well, they're they're relatively similar. Uh, you, you know, when, if someone has allergic to bee stings and they get stung by a bee, they can die from that. So it's the same sort of reaction. It's known as an anaphylactic response, mm-hmm. which is basically you can think of it as a system wide. Your entire body is having an allergic response, and it's really dangerous because it basically shuts down your blood circulation. It's really bad. But but is that fairly common? Uh, well, it's incre- it, it, the the incidence of these things is increasing. There are more and more and more people that have food allergies and peanut allergies and bee sting allergies, and we're not really completely sure why that's happening. Uh, there, one hypothesis is known as the hygiene hypothesis, which is that we're so clean. You know, we we're all vaccinated now. We always wash our hands. We're always very obsessed about cleanliness. But that has somehow caused our immune systems to go haywire. 
And uh, now, instead of responding to germs, our immune systems respond to innocuous things, harmless things, like peanuts. And, um, you know, there's something for that theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's sort of the the going theory at the moment. Uh, We're we're talking to Alex Berzo. He's the vice president of scientific affairs at the American Council on Science and Health. I'm reading this story uh, here about the ballpark. It says estimates vary. Up to two percent of American children have peanut allergies. Um, can you have a? First of all, is that do you think that's an accurate number? Yeah, it very well could be. I, I don't see why it's an inaccurate number. If if you know doctors are monitoring this sort of thing, then you know that that could be a, a relatively accurate number. But then there are there is a peanut allergy, and and then is there are there varying degrees of severity? To absolutely my. Absolutely. My wife has a slight uh, allergy to, I think, almonds or walnuts. I can't remember what it is, but it's very, very, very slight. And it's so slight that she won't even ignore it. Like, if she feels like eating it, she'll eat it, and then she kind of has a a, a rough throat after that. But, but yes, some people, yeah, yes, the answer to your question is, yes, there are varying degrees of allergies. But um, I wonder if they sell a fish sandwich at the the ballpark. Uh, Are there people that... And, you know, that says here, tree nuts. I don't, what is a tree nut, by the way? Uh, you know, I am not well-versed on the <laughs> nut family of foods. So I, well, it says I here, hesitate to answer that one. It says here, peanuts <laughs> along with milk, eggs, tree nuts, wheat, soy, fish, and shellfish account for 90% of food-based allerg- allergic re- reactions. Then why 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 the focus on peanuts? I mean, is is the, is if you are, is it because if you are... Um, allergic to peanuts, and you and you have a severe allergy, and you you have severe uh, reaction to it. Are they more severe than what a severe reaction might be to a tree nut or wheat the, or soy? The fish, the fish, uh, probably. Uh, I have never heard of anyone having a uh, you know a potentially deadly allergic reaction to fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be that would be probably my guess. But the other thing is. And I'm just speculating. I don't know the answer to that question. But the other thing is that, once again, it's involving children. And you don't think of children as eating a lot of fish. You think of children as eating things like peanut peanut sandwiches, Mm. peanut butter. And so that's probably the hysteria is that it's all about children. The focus is on what they eat, and that's why people are freaking out. There aren't a lot of people out there, apparently, who are allergic to hysteria. I... uh... Um, I, I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, th- this you know they actually had uh, two peanut-free games at the uh, at the old goat yard ballpark um, last year. That, that's insane. That's insane, and so is their name. They need to change to something else. The yard goats is ridiculous. I actually like yard. I like crazy minor league <laughs> yard names. Yard yeah. I'd like. I, I mean, because you know why? I'd like to see their uniform. I want to see what their. I'm going to look it up. Actually, I want to see what their. See the mas- I want to see the mascot is. Yeah, and I, I'll bet you you could you could buy some pretty interesting yard goat gear if you wanted to. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is about this is that um, is there a certain amount of virtue signaling going on here by the ballpark? I mean, is this yeah. gonna, is this something that's going to grow because it's showing just how concerned I am about the health of our youngsters out there? Yeah, yes. And in fact, that is usually the, the driving force behind so many of these different health fads is that it, it's less about what it will actually do for you and more about the symbol that you send to your to, to other people. In fact, I have a really good friend out here uh, named Todd Myers who wrote this book called EcoFads, and it's about um, you know driving a Prius and, and putting a solar panel on your roof. Yeah. And if you look at the economics behind these things, they don't make any sense whatsoever. They're not actually, they don't help you financially at all, but people do it because they like the message that it sends about themselves to other people, how much I care about the environment. And so, yeah, uh, businesses play the same sort of game. Look how much we care about children. We're going to ban peanuts. We'll come to our baseball game. For sure, they're doing stuff like it's a marketing gimmick. Yeah, and, and what, I, what, if, what I fear is that people will see this story and think it really makes sense, and then they're gonna, you're going to see it happen at a major league ballpark sometime soon. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, airlines have already banned peanuts. Um, schools are banning them. Yeah, this hysteria will keep, keep going for sure. Well, Alex, I appreciate you being on with me. I'm out of time, and I'm going to go eat myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. I appreciate it. Sounds good to me, too, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) See you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, we'll be right back. 
Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% chemical-free, Plug-In Pest Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. GoPestFree.com today. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Staggerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. You might find a little toxic masculinity these days at a college fraternity party, but that's uh, that's going to be over because they're going to let women in and then have make sure that fraternities cease to exist. Um I have an expression that I use a lot, and uh, it kind of applies to this, but it, uh, it more—it's it, more apt for when things that they're doing with younger kids. But it's um, words can't describe how glad I am to have grown up when I did. When I hear about stuff that's happening on a college campus with women running around suing fraternities for being fraternities and saying things like "we." W- we want the fraternities to allow us to come in so we can change the culture. Here's a tip for you, ladies. No, you won't, okay? Because here's what will happen. The culture won't change, and they'll start throwing the, the guys out, uh, or the guys will just quit. 
and then you'll have a sorority because you know this is how you want to you want to form a sorority invade a fraternity with a bunch of uh, female students and and say that we're changing everything and we are going to have this fraternity that's going to have girls and of course if it's a fraternity with women it's no longer a fraternity it's a club it's something else it's a social club but what you'll end up with is a sorority because all of the guys will leave and you'll end up with a nice house probably smells not quite as well as nice as you'd like it to because it was a guy's place and it might be a little bit dirty and you might have to do a lot of cleaning if you want it to be you know suitable for you but it won't be a fraternity anymore because they will be gone they'll leave um I just it's uh, we the, the show we had today the combination of the stupidity and and I the, the the peanut thing I've always hesitated to talk about it as being stupid because somewhere out there there is someone with a kid or someone themselves who has a severe allergy uh, is allergic to peanuts and might have a serious reaction to it but I asked the guy Alex Berzo uh, how often. Uh, he, what's the, what's the uh, number of deaths per year by kids from uh, from peanut allergies? And he said, uh, "Let me think. Zero? He said pretty close to zero. So, and again, you know, somebody will come back. Well, but if there's only one, if there's one, there's a possibility of one kid dying of uh, from being exposed to peanuts. We should expose. We should just get rid of peanuts. Uh, here's the thing. If this story about the the ballpark canceling uh, or not selling peanuts or Cracker Jack anymore. If peanuts are so dangerous that you have to disallow them, no longer sell them at a ballpark because somebody might get sick and and die, then here's here's what they ought to do with peanuts: ban them, not sell them anywhere. They are a menace to society. There should not be any peanuts available to anybody at any time, anywhere. I hope we've cleared that up and when that'll happen. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com